The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell. I'm the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister and the beloved Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the Founder. Uh, today we are going forward with the Ambassadors of Light series, and during this series, mainly I'll be having guests on the show, but today I won't because I want to talk about uh, the particular ambassador of light named Reverend Coleman. And what I decided to do for this show is to pull out the what we believe statements that she um, um, utilized for the Universal Foundation for Better Living. The UFBL, as we call it, or Universal Foundation for Better Living, was founded by the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman in 1974 once she became an independent church after she left uh, the Association of Unity Churches. And um, her husband at the time, the Reverend Don Ned, uh, wrote a series of nine statements titled What We Believe. And these basic statements are the foundation of the uh beliefs that the Universal Foundation for Better Living espouses around the world. So what I wanted to do was actually talk about these statements, teach them to give people a better idea about Reverend Coleman and obviously the statements that her husband at the time, the Reverend Don Ned, wrote. So I'm going to get right into it with the first statement. And the first statement is, and you've heard me say some of these before, but I just want to make sure that you are aware where they come from. And if you want to read the statements yourself, you can go to the UFBL website or the Christ Universal Temple website. The UFBL website is UFBL.org. The Christ Universal Temple website is uh, www.cutemple.org, C-U-T-E-M-P-L-E. Dot org and uh, believe it's under what we teach or something like that or what we believe tab and you can put up all of these statements yourself there's also a uh, commentary that was written on these statements by the Reverend Helen Carey I believe most of the UFBO churches have them I know our church bookstore has have has them excuse me uh, so if you call the church bookstore, which is a seven seven three five six eight one six six six. You can check on them again seven seven three five six eight one six six six, or you can email them at cutbookstore at cutemple dot org. Cutbookstore at cutemple dot org, and you can check in and find out how much they cost and how many they have. So the first statement is. We believe that it is God's will that every individual on the face of this earth should live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. I love this this statement. We believe that it is God's will that every individual on the face of this earth 
should live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. This statement is so Reverend Comey, even though I know that her husband wrote it. This statement is so Reverend Coleman because she really believed this. And we, as a foundation, believe it as well, that it is God's will or God's intent that every individual, it has nothing to do with your race or your gender or how much money you have or what country you were born in or what your political stance um, what you know, church you go to, if you don't go to anybody's church, we believe that it is God's will, God's intent, that every individual on the face of this earth live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. Now, why is that important? Because many times in religion, people will have you believe that you have to jump through so many hoops to gain God's favor. If you do this, you're in God's favor. If you don't do this, you're not in God's favor. If you if you join this religion, you're on the side of the righteous. You're not with this religion or this group or this belief or this ideology. You're not. And all of that uh, divides people. And it makes people feel as though that they have to earn, quote, unquote, God's favor, even in the sense of when it's being said that people can you know, you don't have to earn it. All you have to do is accept Jesus. But even that comes with a price and consequence because that belief basically states that either you accept Jesus, quote unquote, as your savior or you burn in hell forever. Not to learn a lesson, not to repent forever. So it's it's a you know, you have a, a few short years on earth and then your consequences, if you don't except what's been put in front of you is forever, which is very unbalanced. We take an opposite approach. We say that, it's, that you can never be outside of God's will of, uh, of absolute good because God's nature is absolute good. God's will is consistent with God's nature of absolute good. Therefore, God cannot give a will to us something that's inconsistent with the nature of God. What does that mean? That means that God can only give you good. Now, God is law also, which means that we get the consequence of our own thinking, our own feeling, our own beliefs, our own actions, our own reactions, our own words, et cetera, et cetera. So when we receive what we call, quote, unquote, bad is just the consequences of our own erroneous and adverse thinking, individual or collective, not from God. If it comes from God, it is good. It is for our health. It is for our happiness. It's for our prosperity. Because the fullness of all of that is the fullness of God expressing. God is wholeness. God is the love and joy in your soul. God expresses as abundance. So when we are not necessarily expressing the healthy, happy, and prosperous life, we're not necessarily walking in alignment with the quote-unquote will of God. Now, that's not to kick ourselves on the behind, but it lets us know that we can get in alignment with the will of God and it will express to us individually. Now, does that mean everybody lives like Donald Trump? I don't know. I don't think everybody wants to live like Donald Trump. That's not the point. What is health, happiness, and prosperity to you individually? How does that show up in your soul? What do you want it to look like? Because that's an individual choice. You know, for some people who might want to just live, you know, you know, simple lives without a whole lot of fanfare, they don't want all that goes along with a lot of businesses and a lot of a whole bunch of everything else. But the main thing is their needs are met. And I think that that's where we all want to be. Where our needs are met. Our family's needs are met. And we can still have fun and joy. And our decisions aren't limited by what we think we have or what we don't think we have. When we realize that we're one with God and and God's will for us is absolute good, it gives us a sense of security that no matter what, God is seeking to express more of God's abundance in through and as me. It gives us a sense of freedom and clarity. 
when we realize God is in me as health, happiness, and prosperity. So when we say we believe, belief just means to accept as true. So we accept as true that it is God's will that every individual on the face of this earth should live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. Then it goes on and states, we believe that such a life is within the reach of each one of us, and the way to its attainment begins with the realization that the kingdom of God is within us, waiting for us to bring it into expression. I'm going to read it again. We believe that such a life is within the reach of each one of us, and the way to its attainment begins with the realization that the kingdom of God is within us, waiting for us to bring it into expression. I love this statement because we say we again we believe we accept to be true that such a life what type of life a healthy happy and prosperous life is within the reach okay it's here for me Jesus said the kingdom of God is at hand it's within the reach you know, am I talking about physical reach no I'm talking about mental reach within the mental reach of each one of us and the way or the path or the road to its attainment begins. See, here's the key. The word is begins. The way, the path, the road to its attainment begins with the realization. Oh, the realization. The realization that thinking and feeling have to come together in harmony. It has to be made real to us with the realization that the kingdom of God is within, not outside of us, not up there somewhere, not uh, the place we go when we make our transition. But the kingdom of God is within us waiting for us to bring it into expression. This is why. Jesus prayed in the Lord's prayer, thy kingdom come. In other words, calling it forth into expression, not going to heaven, calling it forth. Thy kingdom come. The kingdom of God is within you. This this pure potentiality, this realm of all possibility, this realm of divine ideas already within us, all the Good that you can imagine is within you as your indwelling Christ nature. The kingdom of God is within you. This new state of consciousness, this spiritual paradigm, this new um, ideal or context that sees from the viewpoint of spirit is within us. And when we see from the kingdom of God consciousness, we see life differently. You don't have to wait until you make your transition to be in heaven. You can have your heaven now, right now. The next statement states, we believe that we can bring this kingdom forth by practicing the universal spiritual principles handed down through the ages and taught by our way short Jesus Christ. Again, we accept to be true that we can bring this kingdom forth, bringing forth the kingdom that brings about the healthy, happy and prosperous life. By Here's the key. Practicing. Mm, practicing, putting in motion what we have been taught, practicing the universal spiritual principles, not religion, universal principles like mathematics, two plus two equals four, like two right angles make a triangle, universal principles handed down through the ages. In other words, taught by prophets, mystics, and sages through the years and taught by our way short Jesus Christ. Now, we use the term way short because we believe that Jesus is the great example, not the great exception. That he's a way short because he came and showed the way and then said, follow me. So we can follow Jesus's example and by following what he taught and using his life as an example of how to go from human consciousness to Christ consciousness. To learn how to 
work and utilize our own true indwelling Christ nature to express the fullness of God in our individual experience. See, we believe that when we practice these spiritual principles handed down through the ages and taught by our way short Jesus Christ, we can then be the Christ in our own lives. What is the Christ? Now, again, don't get caught up on the title. Christ is not Jesus's last name. Christ comes from Christos, which is the Greek equivalent to the Hebrew Messiah, which means anointed. So the anointed, you can be the anointed one in your experience. You can, you can be the anointing in any experience. But you have to believe it for yourself. That you can bless, heal, prosper, and raise the experiences that you're in. Reverend Coleman used to state, no organization can rise higher than the consciousness of the leader. Now let's shift that and say, no family can rise beyond the consciousness of the head of the family. Hmm. No place of employment can rise higher than the consciousness of the owner. No government can rise higher than the consciousness of the leader. Whether that's the, the, the council person, the mayor, the governor, the president, whatever, prime minister, wherever you are. It's all consciousness. So you have to practice the principles so you can raise your consciousness so you can walk in alignment with the truth so you can have the first promise, which is we believe that it is God's will that that every individual on the face of this earth should live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. How do you do that? Because you realize that the kingdom of God is within you. How do you realize the kingdom of God is within you? By practicing the universal spiritual principles handed down through the ages and taught by our way, sure, Jesus Christ. You literally can be the blessing in your space if you'll get out of your own way. If I get out of my own way, God will show out when I allow myself to show up as a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe governed by spiritual law. That's how it works. Does that always mean it's easy? No, because we're, we're dealing with our own sense of human identity and who we think we are and our past and all of the baggage and all of the stuff that goes along with that, which has nothing to do with our true identity as a spiritual being. We're not limited by that stuff. We just think we are. But because we believe it, we accept it as true. We have to have it in our experiences because our beliefs dictate what we do and what we see and how we act. So let's be mindful of that. We're coming up on our first break. So I'm going to give anyone who's listening an opportunity to call. You can call in at 888-558-6489. 888-558-6489. Again, I also want to remind you that this show and all the shows on Unity Online Radio are supported by your donations. So as you are freely received, freely give. Um, you can click on the donate button and uh, help support this online ministry. If you're listening to this later via podcast, you can go to the Unity website, Unity Online Radio website, and click the donate button to help support this um, life-transforming message. We're going to take our first break, and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. Wouldn't you like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives.
Reverend Paulette Pipe's voice has been called mesmerizing, the sound of spirit expressing in soothing honey tones. If you're one of the loyal listeners who tune in each week for her program, Touching the Stillness, you already know the power of her meditations. If her programs leave you wanting more, purchase one or both of her meditation CDs, Touching the Stillness, her first CD, and the newly released Resting in Stillness. This latest CD combines Paulette's alchemic voice with an original score by pianist Kelly Hunt and will transport you to a place of divine peace. Enliven your meditations with Reverend Paulette Pipe as your guide and take her soothing voice and peaceful presence with you wherever you go. Get your copy today. Go to www.unity.org and then click on Shop. That's www.unity.org and click on Shop at the top of the page. the key to happiness would you like to find the fountain of youth how about all the money and love that you could handle well my friends it is there for you you just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life you need to be real be vulnerable be naked what are you waiting for let's get naked This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. Again, we are covering the What We Believe statements about the Universal Foundation for Better Living, which were written by the Reverend Don Ned for the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman in 1974, when she founded the, Re- the Universal Foundation for Better Living. If you would like to call in to ask any, a question or make a comment, you can call in to 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489. On to the fourth statement. We believe with Jesus that our experiences are the reflections of our beliefs, and therefore the key to happy and successful living is right thinking followed by right action. Again, We believe with Jesus that our experiences are the reflections of our beliefs and therefore the key to happy and successful living is right thinking followed by right action. So yet again, we accept to be true. We believe with Jesus. In other words, this isn't something we teach only. We believe that Jesus taught this as well, that our experiences what shows up outside, what we encounter, etc., are the reflections or mirrors of our beliefs, what we have accepted to be true, our own beliefs. And therefore, the key, a key is what opens something. A key basically states that something is locked and you unlock it. A key is a tool to unlock something. So, therefore, the key to what? To happy and successful living. Therefore, the key, how do I have my experiences reflect the harmony of God so I can live the healthy, happy, and prosperous life? Well, the key to that is right thinking followed by right action. In other words, it's not enough to think it. You have to do it. You know? 
as is stated in the uh, epistle of James, faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. So again, we believe with Jesus that our experiences are the reflections of our beliefs. See, we many times try to deal with the reflection without dealing with our beliefs. So we change jobs and bump into the same situation. Change significant others and bump into the same situations. Move out of cities and go to move to out of to a different country and bump into the same type of people, same type of experiences, same same type of situations. Because we haven't dealt with our beliefs that reflect as experiences. As Tom Johnson wrote, you are always your own experience. Reverend Ike lovingly uh, uh, stated in his classic CD, I meet no one but me. Matter of fact, if you have the ability to get CDs, I would strongly suggest you get the I meet no one but me by Reverend Ike. It's beyond a classic. I meet no one. But me, I don't, you can check the CUT bookstore to see if they have it, but it, it teaches this as well as anything I've run across, really understanding what does it mean to encounter your own consciousness. See, the thing about encountering your own consciousness is when it shows up in form, you don't realize that it's still your consciousness drawing it to you in the form of people, places, and things. You know, so when when it's one thing when when it's in our minds, it's another thing when it shows up in form. Like, well, where did that come from? Why is this person here? And we get arguing, we argue and fight our consciousness in form instead of dealing with the belief. Because if we deal with the belief, the outer has to go away. That's the thing. The outer has to go away. So we can either address. Our consciousness, which is cause, or deal with the experiences, which are effects. But you, if you are dealing with life at the level of effect, you'll only feel like you're running on a treadmill and you'll never have enough energy to, to, to accomplish and finish anything because it's like you're on the rat race. Move this, move that, move this, move that. And nothing is stabilizing because the thinker, Hasn't been stabilized. As Reverend Coleman always taught us, I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing. I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing. We have to stay there. All right. Moving on. The next statement is, we believe with Jesus that the basis for right thinking is love. Love of God. And all that is good in our fellow men and our and ourselves. Again, we believe, we accept to be true with Jesus. Again, we believe that Jesus taught this. That the basis for right thinking is love. So if we say that the way the the, the key to successful living is right thinking followed by right action, then how do you think right? See, these statements build on each other. So the way you think right is love. The basis for right thinking is love. First love of God. And all that is good in our fellow men and ourselves. So when we realize that when we think in alignment with love, we're thinking in alignment with God because God is love. But but check this out. Since we're the image and likeness of God, when we think in alignment with love, we're also thinking in alignment with our true nature. We're in alignment with the will of God because love is who we are. You know, I tell anyone who wants to work on with love, read the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians. It's over and over again. And, and read about the attributes of love. First Corinthians chapter 13, the whole chapter, I think it's 13 verses. And the Apostle Paul talks about love and how love works, etc. It's a beautiful, beautiful 
chapter teaching us about how to think in alignment with love. See, here's the thing. Love is the idea and divine mind of universal oneness. It's it's that which attracts and binds and cements and harmonizes everything. See, love shows up as the compassion, as the kindness, as the cooperation. See, it's important that we recognize that love is the answer. Many times we run away from it, but love is the answer. Sometimes we think that we lose if we act loving, but loving, acting loving does not mean acting foolish. You know, I tell people love and wisdom are like Kentucky Fried Chicken. You never get a chicken without a biscuit. And if you are exercising love, you should use wisdom. In other words, you can love people, but that doesn't mean that you it's best for you to be in certain spaces and places with certain people at their levels of consciousness. That doesn't mean that they're not spiritual beings, children of God. What it does mean is they might not be what's best for you right now. They might not be in a space. Or you might not be what's best for them. Therefore, if the basis of right thinking is love, Love God first. That means you're putting God first. Really putting God first. Putting God first and then making sure that you are loving yourself and your fellow man. In other words, as one of the ministers here at Christ Universal Temple always states, uh, Reverend uh, Dr. Winston Johnson, he always states, if you don't love yourself, your neighbor is in big trouble. Because Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. But you have to love yourself first. So when we practice the love of God and love all that is good in our fellow men and ourselves, we are practicing the fulfilling of divine law. Because Paul said, love is the fulfillment of the law. So let us be mindful. How often do you pray about love? How often do you meditate about love? How often do you let love have its way within you? However it shows up. And just center yourself in the love of God. Even if you don't know how, just say, God in me, show me how to love. God in me, love through me. And get out of the way. And get out of the way. Moving on to the next statement. We believe. That learning to listen to the whispering of the still small voice within will ensure that we are guided in the right action. Again, we believe that learning to listen to the whispering of the still small voice within us will ensure that we are guided into right action. I love this statement. Again, we believe we accept to be true that learning. In other words, this is a skill we have to develop that learning. In other words, this not some this isn't something we normally do. We have to learn it. We have to learn. What do we have to learn? We have to learn to listen. We have to learn to listen. Now listen when when you're not listening to something that's audible is different. In other words, this is saying learning to pay attention. You know, human language sometimes is challenging when you start talking about spiritual things. So learning to pay attention, learning to grasp what the whisperings, again, whispering is metaphorical, the the inspiration, the insight, the communication, 
of the still small voice, the intelligence of God, the wisdom of God within you. When you do that, you ensure, ensure, I love that word, ensure that you're guided in the right action because God as omniscience, all the wisdom there is, is guiding the process. So it has to be right action for you, maybe not for someone else. But we have to learn how to quiet and calm our minds and emotions so we can understand how God in us, our true spiritual nature, communicates with the soul. That's key. That's key because you need to know when it's God and it's not your ego. And you need to know when it's your ego and not God. You have to learn how to do that. And you learn how to do that by prayer and meditation, sitting in the silence, doing your you know, visioning and visualization. You got to start doing some inner work so you can start to pay attention to the promptings of spirit, how it shows up. Some people say they hear a voice in their head. Some people get a stream of thoughts. Some people get hunches in their bodies. They feel something. Some people feel energy moving up and down. Some people just get a sense of assurance that God is here. I don't know how it works for you, but I, but guess what? You need to know how it works for you. You need to be crystal clear on how God in, through, and as you works in your everyday experience. What do I mean by that? How does God guide and lead you? And again, God is not some separate being. God is the innermost truth of who you are. How does God lead you? And then here's the thing. Once you are clear that it is God, what do you do with the inspiration, the guidance or information? Because obedience is better than sacrifice. That's scripture. So, it's important that you realize that hearing it is one thing. Doing something is another thing altogether. What are you willing to do? What are you willing to do? That's key. What are you willing to do? Because I'm sure I'm not the only person who knows that spirit has given me something or told me to do something, et cetera, and I didn't fully believe it or trust it. It did not receive what I know or knew in my heart was for me. Because sooner or later you have to take action. Because it says we'll ensure that we are guided in the right action. That assumes that we're going to do something with the information that we receive. God's wisdom is within us. What are we going to do with it? Are we going to sit on it? Are we going to do something with it? There's something to think about. God is. God is. The wisdom in your soul. God is the wisdom in your soul. Think about that. You have access to the wisdom of God. Isn't that worth turning the TV off and turning the radio off and getting off the Internet and putting the phone down and putting it on sleep mode or do not disturb or whatever? It's sitting still and doing your prayer meditation so you can get connected to the omniscience of God. Something to think about. 
coming up on our last break. And again, if anyone wants to call in, they can call in to 888-558-6489. 888-558-6489. Also want to remind you that this show has a Facebook page and it is Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. So if you're on Facebook, please like it, share it with other people. I would greatly appreciate it so we can help spread this message. We will be right back with Truth Transforms. Reverend Paulette Pipe's voice has been called mesmerizing, the sound of spirit expressing in soothing honey tones. If you're one of the loyal listeners who tune in each week for her program, Touching the Stillness, you already know the power of her meditations. If her programs leave you wanting more, purchase one or both of her meditation CDs, Touching the Stillness, her first CD, and the newly released Resting in Stillness. This latest CD combines Paulette's alchemic voice with an original score by pianist Kelly Hunt and will transport you to a place of divine peace. Enliven your meditations with Reverend Paulette Pipe as your guide and take her soothing voice and peaceful presence with you wherever you go. Get your copy today. Go to www.unity.org and then click on Shop. That's www.unity.org and click on Shop at the top of the page. Culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful, spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be and that it can be fun to explore too. Malena Don and Stacy Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm teaching the What We Believe statements by the Universal Foundation for Better Living, and we're on statement number seven. We believe we believe that rather than devoting our primary efforts to providing for the needy of the world, the time has come to make available to all men everywhere a teaching that would enable them to provide for themselves by learning to release the divine potential within them. And the scripture for this is, but first, seek, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, all of these have their own scriptures. I'm not reading all of the scriptures. So I'm trying to get through these. In a decent amount of time in one show is nine statements. Again, we believe, again, we accept to be true. Rather than devoting our primary efforts for the needy of the world. Primary means that it doesn't mean we don't do it. But what are we here to do? Primary effort means what is your purpose? What is your mission? What are you going to utilize most of your resources toward doing? That is, we're making available to everybody, all people, everywhere, a teaching, a teaching that will enable them to provide for themselves by learning to release the divine potential from within them. I'll have a call from Mary. Okay, Mary, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, Mary. Where are you calling from? From Lincoln, Nebraska. Hi, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the support. How can I, uh, you have a question? Yes. Um, I feel like um, I recently received some guidance through prayer and meditation on some actions that I'm, I'm supposed to take, but they seem so um, radical. I mean, they're, they seem so out of character for the way that I have normally uh, lived my life 
uh, I mean, it's nothing, it's nothing, you know, uh, unpleasant, but it just, it's, it seems so, um, I guess it's calling on me to uh, be assertive in a way I've never been assertive before, that I, I want to go ahead with the guidance, but I just feel so, I feel like it's so out of, you know, I feel like it's such a stretch. I guess I was wondering if you had any thoughts on that. Yeah, um, actually, I do. Um, normally, when we receive guidance, there's normally action steps to go along with them. You know, let's go back just biblically. You know, um, you could Moses, he had the burning bush experience, but then it's go free the people. You know, Abraham or Abram at the time, leave your family and go to the land. I'm going to prepare for you. You know, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, you know, prophet after prophet, you know, Elijah's and Elisha's and the Jesus's and the Paul's and the Peter's and the whatever. And it always causes you to stretch beyond your comfort zone. It's not, see, see, the thing about it is you view yourself one way, but that has nothing to do with how you are and how God, quote unquote, sees you as perfect, whole and complete. So, so when we receive guidance, I, I tell, you know, I tell some people in my class sometimes when I'm teaching things about goal setting, that the dream that comes to you is not for the now you, it's for the potential you. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to be the person that can accept what God has shown you? Mm-hmm. See, that's the key. See, because it will require some stretching. It will require some evolution. It will require you to get out of your comfort zone. See, but here's the thing. Once you stretch, it becomes your new comfort zone. Um, you know, a mind stretched to a, cer- to a certain capacity can't go back to where it was before. And w- so once you learn how to, to walk in your divinity and walk in your confidence and your faith and your belief in yourself and speak with, with integrity and, and authenticity, that becomes something that, that once you you try it on, it's like, well, I like this. I can walk mm-hmm. in my power, and, and that's okay. You know, uh, one of the things about, you know, we used to joke, Reverend Coleman would walk in the room, and she would own the room. I mean, like, swallow it up anywhere <laughs> she went. She, you didn't have to, she never had to open her mouth because her consciousness uh, expressed as confidence. At such a high level that it that it, it just drew you to her. So sometimes, you know, these situations and circumstances that will come up in our experiences are to help us evolve some level of our soul that we are neglecting. Um, are you familiar with the book New Thought Christian by William Warch? Um, I'm not, but I'll I'll get it. Okay, it's a book. It's a book, and in that, it's it's a chapter in the book called "How Do You Find Balance." Okay. And I have an old version. The old version is on page fifty fifty one, but I know in the new version it's like forty eight forty nine, something like that. And he talks about how the soul seeks balance, and mm-hmm. we have a tendency to lean on the faculties that are uh, that that we feel stronger. So, for instance. We may have a lot of faith, but not a lot of order, a lot of love, but not a lot of strength, etc. So the soul mm-hmm. seeking balance will draw unto us experiences to help us develop the faculties in our soul that we don't pay as much attention to. In other words, this is just the way I am, so we don't evolve the other faculties as much. I don't have the book in front of me, so I can't quote it verbatim, but he gives example after example. For instance, if you need to work on, um, you know, uh, your strength faculty. So that means people might be in your space to help you develop patience because patience is an aspect of strength. Steadfastness steadfastness is an aspect of strength. Temptation is the ability to withstand temptation is an aspect of strength. Those are just examples. So if, if if you need to develop, you know, your wisdom or judgment, you might be in a position where you have to make a lot of decisions mm. because that's because it's teaching you how to evolve it. If you have a problem seeing your good, you might have things that are coming that are helping you develop your faith. 
So, so, so get that book and take a look at it. Um, and read that chapter, read the whole book, obviously, but read that chapter in particular. He has another book called, um, and I did a series on it called how to use your 12 gifts from God. You can go back and listen to those on the, on a prior podcast. I did them sometime either last year or the year before and where I teach them chapter by chapter. But in that particular book, in that particular chapter, he speaks on it directly. So let me just ask you, Mary, are you willing to, to, to be bold? I am. I just, but honestly, I mean, I get, uh, I, to 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 be this assertive is, like I said, different than what I've been before. And I mean, I I feel some butterflies about it in my stomach. You know, it's it's hard for me. So I just, uh, but you gave me the perfect answer. That that's obviously maybe why it's coming up because I do need to have more confidence in in what I what I think and feel. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. Another. Um, do, do you have iTunes? I do. Okay. Uh, won't you look up? Well, it's your choice. But uh, Reverend Ike, I K E. Okay. He has oh. a, a, a a a series called "Get Your Butt Out of the Way." Okay. And the reason why I'm saying that because in the, since I've talked to you, you said "butt" like four times. Da 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 da. Butt. Da 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 da. Butt. So you're um, negating what you're stating, stating. You say what you want, but then you give a but, and then you answer why you can't do it or why it's the problem. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn how to get your butt out of the way. Got it. Okay. I will do that. Okay. I thank you uh, very much. Thank you. God bless. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. All right. So, again, far as dealing with this, um, we believe, far as the primary effort, Part of this is understanding that we have to provide the ability for people to learn how to fish for themselves. You know, you know, the old parable, you know, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day, teach a man how to fish, he'll live for a lifetime. We also have to teach people how they can buy the pond. So part of that process is understanding how to teach people how to unleash, how to release the divine potential within themselves. That's so important. Next statement, statement eight. We believe that the universal foundation for better living is a vehicle for spreading of such a teaching. So we believe that we are a vehicle that God is using to utilize, to express, to teach these universal principles so people can live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. Last statement. We believe a mighty new wind is blowing. Men everywhere are hungry for practical techniques that show them how to fulfill the good desires of their heart. We in the UFBO believe that we have these techniques and we offer them without distinction, confident that with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can teach all who are willing to learn how to overcome whatever will keep them from their highest good. Again, a mighty new wind is blowing. People, this truth is popping up everywhere. Movies like The Secret. Oprah's own network, uh, Wayne Dyer on PBS. People are hungry. What are they hungry for? Practical techniques that will show them how to fulfill the good desires of their heart. People know that that there has to be an answer to things that they're dealing with. We believe that we have these techniques. We have these practical techniques. And we offer them to everyone without distinction. We don't care who you are. If you're willing to learn, we're confident with the Holy Spirit but with the help of the Holy Spirit or the whole spirit of truth working in, through, and as us, that we can teach all who are willing to learn. In other words, we're not trying to force it down anybody's throat. All who are willing to learn how to overcome what would keep them from their highest good. Now, again, the overcoming is not an expression, in effect. The overcoming is in mind. So we teach people how to unleash the divine potential within them, how to release, how to express the divine potential within them. We're teaching them how to overcome any and everything that could keep them from their highest good. This is really important. So what I would suggest again is you to go to the CUT website or the UFBL website, look at these statements, read them. If you want some commentary on these statements beyond what I've taught. It's a little booklet. 
it's like a dollar, two dollars, something like that. The what we believe by Don Ned commentary by Helen W. Carey. Most UFBL churches have it. I know the CUT bookstore should have it. I gave you that information earlier. So hopefully this show has been beneficial. Um, I will be back with you next week with Truth Transforms. So God bless you. It's good to be back with you. And you all take care. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. is a high cost to playing it safe. You have the power to overcome obstacles in your path and create positive changes in your career and personal life by taking smart risks. Move ahead with faith, confident that whatever the outcome, you can handle it. Don't you deserve more? Gain tools, tips, and insights when you listen to Dare to Live Fully with Helene Lerner and her guests. Thursdays at noon Central Time. Helene is also a television host, prolific author, expert on workplace issues, and founder of WomenWorking.com, one of the premier websites for women. Inspiration only takes a moment. Your friends at Unity invite you to reflect on these words from Reverend Jim Rosemurgy. Pause and take a deep breath. When you are ready, affirm silently to yourself. Sweet, sweet spirit, I desire a closer walk with you. Show me the way. I am listening. Take time now in the silence to get in touch with the spiritual guidance within you. Have faith that your next step, your unfolding, your spiritual growth is coming to you in divine order through your spiritual instinct or your spiritual knowingness. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels. Live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. Somewhere, tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a 100 years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. 
Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Laura Worcester, host of the Intuitive Life Podcast. As an intuitive medium and teacher working with the world of spirit, I love to share the peace that comes with the awareness that our departed loved ones are still with us. And I also love to help people explore what it means to live an intuitively led life. Start listening now on mindbodyspirit.fm or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 